I actually really happy of you know being agenda. I mean, like being agenda for me is is like a blessing in 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 disguise mm-hmm. because by being single, I actually can um, work for myself with myself, okay. and it's just it's just amazing. You can just empower yourself, and then there's just so much energy that you can. Our guest today is a, a new friend to the show, Nina Karina Nikicio. Uh, her name is as beautiful as the woman that you see today. And um, she is a holistic health coach. And a lot of that is part of her own personal journey of having learned about what is holistic living and what is not holistic living. There is always a way that we can adapt our um, lifestyle to the needs that are constantly changing. And I think that's part of what holistic learning means for, or holistic living is, and it's just adapting to our changing needs. And um, there's always a better way of doing something. Can you share with us for some of the recent jandas or the new jandas out there, what would be so good for them? Like, what's like the one thing that they should like immediately do so that they could feel energized and feel like they can take reign of their lives back to like optimum performance? Okay, first of all, I would like to say thank you for explaining holistic living so beautifully. I mean, I couldn't, <laughs> I mean, I can't explain it anymore. You know, you take the words out of me, I should use that. Answering your question about um, gender out there who would like to, you know, to, you know, take, to recharge or, you know, empower themselves and, you know, um, rewrite their stories, for example. I think the first thing that um, I would suggest is do the work within like just heal yourself first i think for me i actually really happy of you know being agenda i mean like being agenda for me is it's like a blessing in 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 in, in disguise mm-hmm. um okay. because by being single i actually can um work for myself, with myself, okay. and it's just it's just amazing. You can just empower yourself, and then there's just so much energy that you can create out of that. So mm. just to sit with you and being comfortable with who you are, I think that's just you know sounds so simple and sounds like nothing sometimes, but it's actually very empowering. Oh yeah, I mean. For me, I definitely understand what that what that's all about because a lot of the time, I don't know if it was for you, but in marriage, you have to play a different role and sometimes that role that you're playing as a housewife or someone's partner can really start to erode your personal identity to sort of suit the needs of being in a marriage which is what marriage is, a, a lot of it is a lot of a compromising and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can be devastating when you don't have room to also be yourself in that marriage. 
Mm-hmm. And when there is intimidation, when there's uh, emotional abuse, when there is physical abuse, when there is financial mm-hmm. abuse, um, and mm-hmm. that's the ridiculous demands that are expected out of a housewife, out of a spouse, mm-hmm. that out of a mother, um, out of mm-hmm. a working mom, or stay-at-home mom, there's just mm-hmm. so much that is just impossible <laughs> yeah. expectations um, day in, day out, years, you know, on end, that there's no room to replenish. That energy reserve is so thin that it doesn't even factor how do I, how do I become a happy person again? How do I smile, wake up and smile, you know? Um, I have an, another guest in, on the podcast. Her name is um, Freya Coyer. And her, you can check, everyone else who's listening can check back to her episode. And the biggest takeaway from her episode was, she said, we are responsible for our own happiness. And no one else is responsible for our own happiness. But what's so damning, I think, in, in, in marriages or people who have been married for too long is that they don't even remember what it is that makes them happy. Or there's no room mm. for them to be happy with, you know, they don't have the time to do that. And that's not allowed. There is actually, I would say that the words are, you're not allowed to even make time, make room for yourself. So... I can totally understand why you say that being divorced is liberating. It has it has been for many people. So we're out of our prison now. We're we're free. We're liberated. We can eat what we want. We can wear whatever clothing we want. We can make the money that we want to. We can spend it how we want to. Um right we can design the future the life that we want we can travel wherever yeah. we want to go um so yeah we can be friends with whoever we want to be friends with and that's mm-hmm. wow who is this woman who is this woman right i mean check out nina right. i mean you would think that she's always been such a beautiful confident and but if you hear her story from before, there was a time where you feel like you, you, you didn't have that room that that light wasn't yeah. shine on on you. So, yeah. so can you tell me more a little bit more about your gender story? So, what happened? How how many years were you married? Um, how many kids you have? For those of us who are yeah, listening, sure. a little bit about that before, without it being too kepo, but you know, like, give us a, <laughs> a backstory. Give us a, a backstory. No, of course. Um, yeah, um, I actually resonate with you a lot when you say that you know there's um, there's no room for um, for us women when we were mar- when we are married, um, especially when we got married with the wrong person, and you know and become you know a toxic relationship. And you know what you said about you know we are responsible um, for our own happiness, but when we are so um, you know when when we are so um apa ya terpukung gitu in in our in our life and we are not able to see okay not able to feel grateful we are not able to we are running very thinly 
on um, you know on this gas kalian sama mobil gitu kita tuh udah kayak very low energy gitu terus lampunya you know, udah nyala ya lampu bensinnya udah iya. nyala <laughs> udah kosong bu udah kosong nih bu gitu terus itu diisinya juga seadanya aja gitu kayak pakai ya udah bensin apapun gitu kan isinya udah jadi seadanya. karena isinya udah seadanya udah kayak udah kayak ya udahlah asal jalan gitu kan asal jalan udah kepepet nih gitu because you know we we need we always make time I think as women soalnya kita tuh selalu kayak we need to take care of others I think that's in our nature jadi tapi waktu we take care so much of others and we don't take care of ourselves makanya it's makanya nggak bisa tuh makanya we don't feel you know we don't feel beautiful we don't feel confident we don't feel you know all the things that a woman should feel And um, so I resonate a lot with that. Um, and when and to answer your questions, jadi dulu itu I was I was married for five years before I decided to you know what I need to get divorced. I need to get out from 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 um, the relationship from my marriage because you know, I got married because I got pregnant. Um, I got um, so I got pregnant, and then you know the family say that that, and then you know what? Okay, fine, let's let's get married. And plus as well, I I got abortion before, um, for like three times, and I didn't think much of it. I didn't because I didn't believe in myself as much. But him, my ex, my ex husband, um, he persuaded me, and he said, you know what? Don't abort this one let's just get married and you know be together and we can you know be better together and i believe him i mean like that sounds like a wonderful wonderful cinderella story right hmm. so then so then i did so we got married um i had a daughter and then you know for a while um it seemed like you know we had a beautiful life together But then, as my daughter got older, till like you know one and a half years old, um, and then I see that you know that things aren't working so very well between us. And what I did was, oh, probably in the back of my head, I was like, oh, probably you know if I had another kid, so you know things will get better. Because when we had a kid before, okay. I you know the things were fantastic. So I got pregnant again, and um, I had another another son. I had a son, tapi you know the marriage didn't work, obviously because you know not a kid, not not a new car, not whatever, not new house that could you know. Um, Um, save a marriage kalau misalnya memang orangnya sendiri dari dua-duanya enggak healing gitu. Um, mm-hmm. So as my kid got older and then uh, fifth year of marriage and then you know problems start coming in all kinds of problems relationship problems um, financial problems terus habis itu I didn't feel connected with him we went for a marriage counseling and whatever but it didn't didn't work out and then I got a On top of it all, me myself, I got anxiety attacks over and over again. And one time it was really bad. 
until I feel like I want to kill myself. I just, you know, I want to end this because it, it, it was really painful. It was really oh. painful on my chest. It feels like this heavy weight is just on my shoulder. I, 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 I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. But then the image of my kids came to mind and the voice of my mom actually um, came to my head as well. I remember her saying that, you know, you cannot die now. If you die now, no one would take care of your kids. So after that, I decided, okay, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I made a choice to just, you know, um, get better. The next day, I booked a session with a therapist. And then on my way back from the therapist, I found a Pilates studio. Um, so then I set up. And um, for those of you who knew me, who know me, know that I'm the unhealthiest person ever. I never exercise. I I ate junk foods all the time. I smoke too, you know. Back then, um, I mean, a pack a day on five um five cigarettes a day, and then I didn't eat um dinner. I drink alcohols instead until I passed out and you know all of these things even until I had kids those kind of lifestyle just you know um I was I was a party cool girl so I I tried to live into that even until I have kids so um for it's actually there's nothing wrong with that if you're true to yourself but turns out that I was living a lie I was I wasn't happy with who I was. I wanted to change. So as I got healthier and I took better care of myself, and you know, I found out that you know what, I need to, I need to get out from this toxic relationship as well. So I got divorced. I closed down my company, and then you know, just align with um, the path which who I am right now. Mm. So. What company did you shut down? Um, it was Nikichio. Um, so I used to have a um, fashion brand where, you know, I know clipping from because, you know, in fashion industry. Um, I used to have a fashion brand called Nikichio. Um, it was started and founded it in um, 2008. And I closed it down in January 2019. And, so 10 years. Um, so, yeah, 10 years. So. Oh. I did it so that's, my life or whatever to that company, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot of um, uh, ending chapters there. Your marriage yeah. ended, your business ended, and um, mm -hmm. a new chapter began for you. Do you have a new business mm -hmm. now apart from your coaching or your coaching is set up as a business or how does that work? Yeah, my coaching sort of like now is set up as a business. It's um, I'm slowly building that I wanted and um, I wanted it to be to to be bigger of course I mean but I actually now I don't I, I don't see money as 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 I used to do before okay. too with Nikki Chio with, with with my company I wanted to just work 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 and you know and how do I find money money and then how do I how how do I find my company here and there? But with this, it's it's very slow, but I feel it's very steady. It's like, you know, 
this is something that I love doing. This is, you know, helping people. It's, it's giving me much more than just, you know, the money itself. It's very fulfilling. Mm. So I like that. So what is money to you now? Um, that's a good question. I never thought of that. But <laughs> I, still, I still see it as, as important, of course. You know, we need money to, you know, fund um, our basic necessities. But before, I used to use money to buy my happiness. I used to think that you know by wearing by having more clothes um, branded clothes um having more shoes and bags and you know putting my kids in you know designer clothes and you know having a full well-running company which needs a lot of money um and also having the latest gadget whatever it's it's for me it's it's um, i'm trying to buy myself um you know to to get into that happiness level but now it's not so much. I found out that, you know, um, I think it's because of the pandemic as well. But as I got healthier, I found out that, you know, yes, you need money for your basic necessity thing. You need, I need money to, you know, buy my organic food. I just swapped that. And turns out, you know, having um, organic food and cooking um, my own food and for the kids, you know, that's, more than enough you don't need to buy them you know all of this flashy toys or you know branded mm-hmm. designer things and they're happy with the presence of you and you taking care of yourself and okay. you are taking care of them yeah well and also you're setting an example to your children about what is um, a healthy living lifestyle and it's mm-hmm. easier for them to when you say, oh, eat your veggies, but if you don't eat your veggies and, you know, or they don't see how, no, it doesn't how work great like you yeah. feel, how great you feel when you exercise, when you have enough rest mm-hmm. and, you know, when you're kind to others, then it becomes mm-hmm. easier for them to sort of mimic and duplicate and, you know, mm-hmm. having a real role model in that, in that sense, in that regard. And that comes with time. I mean... Yeah, nothing's easy, obviously. Um, so, would you say how long did it take that transformation? Did that that transformation happen before the divorce or right after the divorce? How, when was that sort of um, that change from the junk food eating to more thinking about oh, is this organic or you know is what is this doing to my body? Like when when did that light switch happen for you? I think mine is just built out of um, little by little. Like when I told you earlier about I'm signing up for therapy. So it turns out that so all levels of my happiness or the joy in my life was really low, Um, you know, levels of health. So, you know, I always say that health came from um, other than food, food is our secondary. But our primary food is, should be our spirituality, uh, physical exercise, relationship, career, finance, and all of that was actually quite low. It was very low. So like you say, we were running to, ya bensin apa aja lah, putihnya lah, udah mepet nih, gitu. So, so 
when I started to take care of my spirituality area by going to therapy and then going to exercise once a week back then for Pilates, itu, um, so in my body there's like, you know, because you take care of yourself better and then it lights up a switch. It's like a domino effect. Jadi, kayak abis itu terus abis itu, and then I start to think kayak yang, oh yeah, what else do I need to do in order to make myself feel better? Um, and then the third one that happens then is in relationship area. I know that, you know, me and my ex-husband, even though now that we are in a very good term, we are co-parenting now. But back then, and even now, I think I realize, I know, I realize that we are not fit to be a couple. You know, we are better off as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so I say that, you know what, I need to get a divorce. And then after, uh, and then after I got divorced, and then I became to, you know, because before I used to eat breakfast, with my ex and what he wanted was not to have breakfast or you know easy breakfast such as chicken nuggets and and which was something that I liked before <laughs> jadi ya udah so, tapi because you know he wasn't in the picture anymore and um I could take care took better care of myself so then I started to make salads for breakfast And then after eating salads for breakfast, and then I was like, hey, what does this salad do for my body? And then, you know, my followers started to ask, kayak, sih makan salad doang atau apa gitu? And then I started to think about nutrition. And then I signed up for a nutrition science um, course. And then after that, and then, you know, knowledge, and then education was a part of your primary food. So then, you know, and then after that, I also signed up for bare class, jadi physical exercise-nya lebih intense lagi. Um, terus habis itu, I continue, I start to sign up for meditation, and then, you know, I get more connected with my kids now, because I, there's a need to feel, and then I, I close down my company, you know, all those is like a domino effect, like I said. Um, and then I quit smoking. Um, now I actually two months sober, Um, on my third month now that I haven't drank alcohol, which is which is amazing. Oh, and congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, I never thought I could do that. So it's just like you know, little by little, and you know, things happen. Beautiful things, amazing things happen when you start taking care of yourself. Wow. Okay. So I would call that a total transformation, even though that transformation took years. Um, because yeah, there were many steps to that, and mm-hmm. um, I guess it that it was very interesting the way that you laid out that you know the day that you felt like oh gosh this is just too much and the next day you booked um, um, a session for therapy and also you found Pilates which was the sort of the beginning of your exercise routine and ex- mm-hmm. making exercise part of your life. And mm-hmm. I like, I like how you point out that, you know, there's primary food groups that we need and that's not just actual food, but it's the relationships mm-hmm. and how we educate mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. You're a big reader. What book would you mm-hmm. 
hand out to somebody who is just a recent gender or somebody who's going through a lot of heavy things right now. Um, if there's one book that you would recommend that they read, what would that be? I think I would say Care Package by Sylvester Matmat. Um, Was it called again? Can you repeat that? Uh, it's called Care Package. Care Package. Yes, by Sylvester McNutt, if I'm not wrong. Book is the total care package is just it's just amazing. It just if you are going to heal, especially through the toughest time in your life, I think mm-hmm. this is the absolute book that you should read. It has like little quotes that you can resonate to. Um, and he also tell his own story very beautifully and how like it's just step by step of um, how you heal um, throughout your life. I mean, when you make that choice to heal, I think this is the best book to start mm-hmm. with. I will put that in the show notes so that people can go find that book. So that was one of your recommendations. And... Mm-hmm. Something else that you would like to leave with our listener, uh, if there's any any advice that you'd like to give them? I think most people would know this, but I also have like a few followers that would like that would ask me like, how do you deal with being um, agenda gitu? How 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 do you take courage? Maksudnya courage dari mana gitu? Kok bisa sih jadi janda? You know, you have like this so many stigmas around it. Have, you have right. You have so many judgments around it as well. And then how do you deal with it? And then I say, you know, when you know that that's a decision that you make for you because you know you made that, deci- that, de- that decision because um, you need to take care of yourself and you need to prioritize yourself first, then you just know you will find that courage. You will find that, you know, that feeling of, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. And you would heck care about what other people think or say because, you know, you're living in your alignment and this is what you're meant to be doing because we need to listen to what our soul is saying. Wonderful. That's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I think I don't like to use that term self-love too much because it's sort of drowned and it's a little bit watered down, I think, in terms of the message but definitely learning to identify our needs and understanding ourselves mm-hmm. being patient with ourselves is um definitely i think the hardest part um with that courage to become agenda probably is just being patient one parting question that i want to ask for you is mm-hmm. about dating have you started dating again um for me it didn't work very well because i wasn't ready for it i was just looking for a quick fix Like you said, we need to be patient with ourselves. And what I say, what when I started dating again, I knew I was just looking for approval. Um, that you know, knowing that I'm wanted, you know, even though I'm gender, I'm wanted. Me, gitu. When it became, you know, another toxic, and you know, and I, I was again found myself, um, in um position where I have to feel less than then I decided you know what no I'm just gonna put a stop on this I'm not gonna date mm. 
until I feel ready for it. Until I know that, you know what? Yes, I'm going to date. And I believe then um, the universe, God, um, or whatever you would like to call it, will align me with someone that would, you know, um, they would um, they would help me and would actually just to be with me. And, you know, because... Um, they would gimana ya kayak ngelihat aku kayak apa adanya gitu kayak you know accept me for who I am and I think acceptance is like a big keyword here um because you know yeah <laughs> well it's yeah. a lot there I mean that's very honest mm-hmm. and it, it, you've been very honest about about everything and I think that honesty is not just outward but also inward And I think that's part of the message of what you're trying to say is like you have to be that honest about why you're doing everything. Why are you eating this food? Why are you in this relationship? Why are you in this house? Why do you have the clothes that you have? Or, you know, who are your friends with? Why, you know, why do you read that book? Or why do you listen to that podcast? It's that level of honesty of like, how does this serve me? And how do I serve others mm-hmm. from having this input? So it goes two ways. And your tank isn't full yet, is basically what you're saying. No, She's yet. refueling everybody. So <laughs> once that's refueled, you know, one lucky fella <laughs> will be um, all too happy to to be introduced to you. Um, I'm very sure mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Okay, so that's fantastic. Nina, I can't wait to finally meet you one day in person. How do people find you or like, you know, how do they get into part of like Nina's world? Like, what is it apart? I've already mentioned about your Instagram, like, which I mm-hmm. diligently have been stalking you on. But how else can they um, learn more about the things that you're doing? Um, other than Instagram, at the moment, I don't have much time for anything else. <laughs> Okay. So the only way to connect with me now is through Instagram. And if you want to be coach, you want to be, you know, the best version of yourself and you you feel stuck and you want to get out of it, you know, you can DM me through Instagram and then I'll just um, take it from there. Honestly, Instagram is the only way to find me at the moment because... Um, I haven't had time for everything else. And, you know, you say to be patient, right? And, you know, let's just build my business step by step. Mm. All right, Nina. Thank you so much for everything. Goodbye for now. Hey, have you subscribed yet? If you haven't, please do. Don't forget to hit the notification bell and share it with the ones you love. All right. See you in the next episode.